Two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox. And coming up on a Football Friday, wall-to-wall football conversation. Well, we take some detours and we go into some other discussions that are very bizarre at the time, but they'll make sense and they always work themselves out on this show. We're going to find out whether or not the Kansas City Chiefs are indeed back, the one seed in the AFC. We're also going to talk about the COVID drama around the league, whether or not the league should move forward with canceling some games or postponing some games or figuring that all out. We're going to have another edition of Shot Callers. We've got a coach defending himself for some decisions. we got more Urban Meyer fallout, and we've got the news from Brady Quinn. All of that coming up next here on a Football Friday. Two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. We got ourselves a wild one yeah. to recap on a Friday, a football yeah. Friday yeah. like Brady yeah. Quinn likes it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, man. It's two pros and a cup of Joe here on Fox Sports Radio. LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here on FSR. We're going to take you all the way up until 9 a.m. Eastern time, 6 o'clock Pacific, as always on the iHeartRadio app and on hundreds of Fox Sports Radio affiliates. How the hell are we feeling here, as we mentioned, on what Brady Quinn has dubbed a football Friday here on Fox Sports Radio. Oh, How we yeah. feeling? If Q yeah. Has, yeah. Has, has queued it up, is that, then that's what it is. Yeah. That's what, what, I love, what I love is uh, in the back room, they're, they're trying to gas you up, LeVar. They're getting you going with that little intro song, yeah, baby. Yeah. They're yeah. ready to go for a football Friday. Yeah, right. you know. We're all hustlers, you know what I mean? They want yes, bring right. us in some fifty this morning. I need I mean, it. Yeah. yeah, people. People were wondering. Uh, they wanted whatever you had yesterday. They got you going. Whatever that concoction of coffee and it's a hot same chocolate. Same thing. And I haven't started to sip it yet. Hey, do you guys use the word swig? Can I get a swig? Yeah. Oh yeah, of uh, course. Yeah. I didn't know if that was a regional thing. Yeah, you want to get a swig Ooh. right now? Well, now would that take I'm going to get a back? swig of this. Hold on a second. Does that take you back to the Pittsburgh days? Yeah, or is like that what you pop, meant? Okay. Can I get yeah. a swig of your pop? A pop, a yeah. pop, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Nah, That's already. a Midwest thing. <laughs> did you ever, yeah. did you, did <laughs> you ever, mean? did you backwash your, your soda so people, like when you were in grade Ugh. school. Oh, yeah, you, you had to. You shared, you had to. like you had to share your sodas, right, your pop, and and you learn very quickly how to adapt and to adjust to keeping would-be uh, sharers of your, your pop away from your can. And that was to – I used to lick it. Did you lick your can? Did you did you lick the I, like the outer I edges of it? I Ew. did not lick it. I backwashed it. I, though, just I backwashed to make sure, and I licked yep. it. Yep. Don't want any of this. What are, what are you guys, Rottweilers? <laughs> you, can't, you can't just drink it and just like not have to no, worry No, because about if you just man. drink it, you got to share it. Yeah, you got to mark your territory. Yeah, man. If you Good drink God, it, if you man. don't do some like different to it, they're gonna they're gonna want some of it. <laughs> what sort of? Hey, look, I, I look, used to do what? that to my hostess Twinkies and everything. I lick my Twinkies, everything. Yeah. I'm not sharing it. <laughs> I don't want to share it. Just eat it. So you know you don't, you don't have to worry no, about I it. No, I don't. I don't want to rush. So you're gonna you're gonna take it. a bite and set it down, and somebody's gonna come by and they're and gonna swipe want it? some of it. Like yeah. well, your friends. So you're, and sometimes it could be cousins or whatever, like brothers, siblings. Like, so if you lick it and you backwash it, they don't want it. Yeah, and then you can no enjoy it. Yeah. Wow. All right. Well, Brady, I'm. Uh, you know what? We get closer and closer every day, bro. Yeah. Like, I, I know, man. We come. We're cut from the same yeah. cloth, bro. Yeah. Hey, uh, so if you want to be on Team uh, Twinkie Licker over here, that's Brady Quinn and Lamar Arrington. Uh, that's, uh, that saying. is something, man. Brady didn't say he licked his Twinkie. I took that one on my own, but I mean, certainly it was it was survival skills and techniques in the, in the schoolyards and then uh, you know. The, 
Bra- the eating room. Uh, cafeteria. Uh, yeah. Brady, Brady, I want you to be honest with me. Have you ever licked your Twinkie? Uh, <laughs> for the first off, uh, I, I've never, I, I, I never liked Twinkies. I was never a Twinkie guy. All that hostess crap that came in a bag, I never liked it. It was ingrained in me when I was young, but I also think you're asking something else, and the answer would also be no to that. So. I'm not, no, I'm not doing no, no, you're not. I'm not, listen. Why would you ever imply that that guys yeah. would, would stick a whole Twinkie in their mouth, man? That's ridiculous of you, Jonas. There's a it's guy, there's a guy who shoves hot dogs in his mouth and makes six figures every single 4th of July, and we're going to question a Twinkie? That's easier to do than a hot dog. I mean, come on. I, I mean... Maybe. Well, listen. Um, all right. This is. Uh, are we on the air yet? Is the show started? <laughs> all right, here we go. Why does Berto like the original version of the Longest Yard, man? I, I, I mean, every time I come in here, I see Burt Reynolds just finished like dropping the hammer. You guys ever, down. You guys ever seen the original Sin? Classic movie. Man. I yeah. mean, he just drops the hammer, gets his little bit of cognac before he rolls out. Uh, the, the, it's a Burt Reynolds movie every morning. Every morning is Burt. Hey, I love me some Burt Reynolds. Though. Hey, I didn't. I didn't know how X-rated Burt Reynolds was in movies, oh, man, man. Until I oh. uh, started hanging with Berto. You yeah, know? yeah. Burt right. yeah. Reynolds, man. Talk about a resume and a half. Yeah, man. And uh, movie-wise too. He's somewhere upset that that kid chose Jackson State over. <laughs> he is. Uh, over FSU. He is. I don't think you know? people realize Burt Reynolds is the Florida State great yeah. man. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right. So, uh, so we transition smoothly uh, from that conversation uh, over to this one. The hell was that game last night in L.A. on Thursday Night Football? Overtime, the Chiefs now uh, improved to 10-4. and four. They get it done over the L.A. Chargers. And now Kansas City is the one seed in the AFC. Uh, you know, a couple of members of this show but trying to tell people uh, the Chiefs are back. The Chiefs are back. Uh, somebody has been defiant for weeks and weeks on this show saying, no, 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 I need to see more. I need to see more. But here we are. The Kansas City Chiefs are the one seed I told after an all overtime along win. The Kansas City Chiefs are going to be what they need <laughs> to right. be. That's right. He did. You've been saying it. Jonas has been the one that's of been course. the deniers. There so. it is. Yeah. Spin yeah. City yeah. here, of course. Uh, unbelievable. <laughs> I, I got to be honest with you guys. I, I eat crow on it, and I, I had no I had no inclination of, of how they were going to get to where they are right now. In fact, when I was looking at them, I, I started to think, like, they're reminding me kind of of a a Pittsburgh Steelers team from a year ago that that was winning and was doing okay, but just didn't convince you that they were a good team. Yeah, and and I got to be honest with you. Not only do I, I I say that they they have found their way back, um, but they're doing it in an ugly fashion, which. In some cases, it's like when they taught Rocky, you know, when Mickey was teaching Rocky how to use his right hand and he tied his left hand to his arm. It's it's almost like you've you've seen these defenses work to stop Tariq Hill and work to stop Travis Kelsey. You t- t- I mean, if you're a defensive coordinator, what has to drive you crazy is they run different routes, but they run in the same places. They're always crossing the field. Like, they're always hitting that sweet spot of the defense more often than not in the field. And you would think that a defense would be able to find a way to defense those two guys in a game, and it appeared that they were at some point in time during the course of this season. 
it doesn't appear to be that way anymore. It seems as though they're they're finding their rhythm. I mean, they didn't even have a running attack last night and still were able to yeah. win a shootout with, with the uh, Chargers. So, I mean, give them a ton of credit. Give the coaching staff a ton of credit. Give the players a ton of credit because I, unlike Pittsburgh, I believe this team is actually figuring out how to win and win ugly, and they are talented enough to at some point actually be able to put a whole lot of points on the board. I, I was surprised they didn't try to run the football because the Chargers have struggled massively this year with stopping the run. And, and and it's getting to the point where like, hey, it didn't matter. They they end up and in the end coming back winning. I thought the fourth quarter was fantastic. That was one of the better fourth quarters we've maybe seen all year in the NFL, just with the back and forth. And great, it was more offensive football, but there also were like some some I mean, the Mahomes throw that he burned into the ground. There was another one that Herbert <laughs> earlier in the game. So the laces let, matter, right? Yeah, they do. And and <laughs> I mean, there's just there are some throws in that game. You're going, what the heck is happening, to these guys? <laughs> um, but then there also were some wow throws, and 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 it makes you look at this and say, this rivalry, because I'm going to call it that. I I don't know if anyone looks at it that way, but it's a rivalry now because of Herbert, because of Mahomes, and how good those two are. It is going to be fun to watch for years to come. Uh, I don't I don't imagine either one of these teams. Obviously, Mahomes is locked up for a long time. But I cannot imagine the Chargers aren't thinking we got to sign Herbert to an extension as soon as humanly possible. Um, but it was a fantastic game to the end. I just I wonder if Kansas City's lack of desire to want to run the football will come to bite him, or if it's one of those things where hey, it's Andy Reid, we need to trust him because he'll he'll bring it out, he'll start running the football when he feels like it's necessary. But they're so good throwing the ball around the field. And to LeVar's point, the way they go about getting to the same spots. Because here's the, here's the truth is not many teams can play man-to-man against them because they can't match up. Like, they can't put anyone on Tyreek Hill. They can't put anyone on Travis Kelsey that they feel comfortable with doing that to. Outside of Denver. Denver's the only team that's drafted that way, is built that way to do that. That's the only team. Everyone else is going to play them in zone. And so they're, they're going to see the same zone coverages. And then they just go about their way of finding different ways of getting guys to those spots in the zone coverages like LeVar mentioned. And then from there, it's just about like, does Mahomes get protection? And then how he goes about getting them the football. But that's about it. I mean, it's just, they're so, I mean, both these teams are fun to watch. I mean, Mike Williams is probably one of the more underrated, like deep threats, high pointing the football. But both these teams are so much fun to watch from here now. I hope the Chargers make the playoffs. I don't know if they will this year, but but and, and we can talk about KC all we want. But I hope they do because I think they've got a shot because of Herbert. They got a shot because of some of their playmakers on defense. But if they air things out and they and they really try to stretch the field vertically, like they've got a shot of being a team that could be sneaking going to run. Uh, by the way, the Donald Parham uh, situation was just bizarre because he goes down and you think the way he grabs his helmet that he was pissed off he dropped a pass. That he dropped the ball. Yeah, and, you, and then uh, he's out cold. Yeah. Um, well, I, I didn't just, want to uh, and, 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 he, and he didn't get hit. It was the back of his head that hit the ground. That's that the, was what was 
Yeah. But he looked like he was shaking his hand, his arms when they were carting him off. And, and I, Joe Buck tried to say, well, you know, maybe it was a little uh, chilly uh, inside the stadium down on the field level. And I'm like, no, well, he, well, he Jesus, we're not in the Iditarod. I mean, come on. What were you talking like? The 60s, the 50s? I, mean, I, I didn't he, seem that he, cold. He didn't say it might be. He said it was cold down there on the field, which you, I mean, you guys are in L.A. Everyone's been it saying is it's cold. It's, it's cold I mean, as hell. Yeah, for some like, people, it is. Well, I was to say, what's what's cold? Is it 40 degrees? I mean, where are we at right now? I mean, Last night, it I don't know. It's it's been in the 30s, yeah. but again, I mean, you know, wow. when your when your blood runs cold, I mean, you know, it just kind of blends in all the way through. Look, you know I'm gonna give you guys a a bit of information here. I would be I would be more willing to bet that yourself. more more concussions take place the way he got his concussion. Oh, back of the head. Not not oh, yeah. not hits. Not targeting. Not not from that. You know, the one thing that I used to do, I, I don't know if I told you guys the story. When I used to tackle, I would I would pin your arms together. Did I tell you guys this story? What a nice guy. Is that did I tell you guys this story? <laughs> no, so no. so the way the way I would alter guys when I tackled them and when I played in games was when I tackled you, I, I always told people if you know how to hug somebody, you could be a great tackler. You just have to have courage when you make the hug, right? So yeah, when you hug, when you hug them, you you squeeze them, you hug them, and you do not allow them to get their arms free. You know, some people like to wrap the waist and stuff like that. No, no, you got to hit them. You got to you got to angle the shoulders. Once you make contact with the shoulders, you get your arms around their arms and you squeeze them. And when you take them down, especially quarterbacks, when you take a quarterback down, you slam their head. Off of the ground, Jesus! Yeah. I mean, that's, Br- that's, Brady's sitting right here. You got no, no, he, he, he ain't lying. You the truth, like so. A lot of people, like, I, like I, for example, Kansas City, 2012. I remember, uh, I think it was Ronaldo McLean wrapped around. It was a play action pass, a running back. I don't know if he ended up getting caught up and trying to help out in protection with a D lineman, but. Because he stayed in protected, McLean wrapped around. And I don't even remember this on film because I didn't see what happened in real time. It wasn't like we should have had it picked up. We, we should have had that, uh, the, the green dog, even in that case, or like a pressure like that picked up. When he hit me, it wasn't the hit. And I, I, he, I, I didn't see it coming. So I, I fell over like a sack of potatoes. But it was, the, it was when my back and my head hit the ground mm-hmm. when he took me down. That was what did it. And so, yeah, to his point, like, like more concussions have come from the back of your head hitting the ground than anything else. Yeah. You know, it's, always the, it's always what you don't see, and there's nothing more powerful, obviously, than the ground. That, that's, and I don't even know if it's possible to have a double concussion, but they call it they, – the term for it in, like, boxing or MMA is they call it the double concussion where a guy will get clipped, he'll be out cold, and then, and the then, yeah, and then his, his, all of the weight of his body just smashes back, but he doesn't have a helmet on. Yeah. So you see that. But it looked he, like – He's not hitting hard grass either, though. though. Yeah, 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 he's not Come hitting. on, man. That ground I, is hard, I, I, I know man. You, I know you're a big boxing fan. You like to score. A lot of the yeah, matches that's a good on point. Twitter no, and all that, that, that but it, yeah. it's 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 not like the ground. No, right? it's that a good ground. Point. That, yeah. When you hit your head off the ground, that's for real. I've I've gotten knocked out off of hitting my head off of the ground. Green Bay hit my head off of the frozen tundra. Done. How cold was it? it I, my, oh, I was out. So cold. It, was, it was frozen. Tundra I was at that out time. cold in the cold. <laughs> so so, so it, uh, the field was the time of year to where it's like uh, that was basically a it's hard funny. surface. It, me and, and Bruce Smith met at Brett Favre <laughs> and just laced him. And and I hit him hard and Bruce hit him hard and Brett hit us hard and we all hit each other hard. 
and I bounced off. <laughs> <laughs> and I hit my head off of the ground. I think it was the side of my head. I hit the side of my head off of the ground. I was like, ooh. <laughs> ooh. <laughs> ooh. And, and and Brett, Brett jumped up. He's like, hey, 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 <laughs> hey. I was like, ooh. I'm all right. I couldn't talk. I was trying I was trying to say something. I don't even know what I was trying to say. <laughs> Bruce was like, lay down, lay down. I was like, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Uh, it's uh, Two Pros and a Cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio brought to you by Discover. If you're a valued customer, you deserve a simple gesture of appreciation from your credit card company, and that's why Discover matches all the cash back you've earned at the end of your first year. Discover exceptionally common sense. Learn more at discover.com slash match. Limitations apply. All right, coming up next. Uh, there's a lot of confusion going on. The NFL is in a weird spot. We've got a lot of teams that are really up against it. We will investigate all of it for you next year on FSR. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. <laughs> you got problems, dude. Uh, it's two pros and a cup of Joe here on Fox Sports Radio. Lavar Erickton, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here on FSR. He might be the weirdest dude alive, Brady. Brady, he might be the weirdest dude alive. Brady, I've known this for years. Brady, your your buddy over here has got problems. All right, you're, the weird uh, thing your is Lavar. Like, I think you could trust him, but I'm not sure because of how weird. He uh, is. I don't trust him. <laughs> I don't trust him That's at all. Insulting. I, 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 I love you, around. but I don't trust you. That is I think I'm coming back around to feel that way about him. Yeah. Oh, that's BS. I got, a, I got mad love for you, Jonas, yeah. but I don't trust you as far as I can <laughs> that, see you, bro. That, you, is, that, is, that is not uh, you He's hard to get statement. a hold of, too, sometimes, LeVar. Like, you cannot get a hold of Jonas. I don't know what oh, okay. he's doing or where All he's right. at, but I'm All just right. telling you. All right, let's, let's bro, have that the conversation. The picture he just showed me, I, I know what he's up to, and it is <laughs> no good. What? No good. What? Uh, listen, uh... Rest in peace to Boss Hog, yeah. man. Rest in very, peace, Very man. gifted dog he yeah. was. Uh, here's, here's Weirdly, the oddly gifted. Uh, here's, here's the thing. Uh, I think they have a picture of it. Uh, yeah, it was Brady, an odd picture. Uh, Brady likes to play this whole, uh, you know, I'm always trying to get a hold of everybody. And I you just can't send me round here. <laughs> you got hey, to ask Jonas about that uh, story, man, Brady. Listen to the office shenanigans. Round and round and round. Uh, hey, Lee, a, you like that song? That is a whole other <laughs> topic of conversation. But Brady tries to pretend like he's all, oh, I'm trying to get a hold of you. Oh, where you been? He 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 calls you. If you don't answer, he if he doesn't leave a message, the message he leaves is an insult for two minutes. All right. With, with every it's name in the true. book. Every name in the book. But I, I don't then, leave voicemails. Okay. You and I both know this. Right. Do I ever leave voicemails? Yeah. Well, you, do you leave voice notes? Thank you. Okay. Which is which is to me where everyone is so far behind that. Yeah, voice but a lot notes of people, are the future. Yeah, yeah. The young young younger generations do. Vo- I do voicemail. It, well, it's it's the modern day walkie talkie. It's great. It, thank you. Yeah, it's, it's awesome. Great. It isn't really it's a awesome. modern day walkie talkie because walkie talkie you're hearing it real time. It's like, Shh, come in. Okay, Jonas. Yeah. I'm re- I'm here now. Yeah, but Red that's a, squirrel. That, but that's a phone call. Nobody calls anymore. Brady yeah, calls, but, but he always but tries. But phone messaging, I mean, voice messaging is you you just hold it down. It's like, hey, Jonas, give me a call when you get a chance, and it's there. Boom, done. Hit play. Well, that's, I, that, that's usually yeah. not what my voice notes no, sound not, like. Absolutely yeah. not. Yeah, um, absolutely not. They're all I'm, insults. I'm sure. um, oh. You know. But again, yeah, I don't I'm know just, about insults. I mean, it's maybe just. Uh, <laughs> well, he's talking it, about himself. I mean, you know. 
I just, if you would have heard the stories during the break, you would have known that <laughs> Jonas is very abusive towards himself. <laughs> He's very self-abusive. It's more This is where I draw the line. Yeah, I don't want to know anything more about yeah, it. Yeah, it and you don't need to. I don't, I'm just going, that's all I'm going to give you, man. You don't need any more. Oh, man. Uh, all right. I'm, I'm here to counsel him <laughs> okay. and, and to be here, and I just um, got I got to get through it. You now, know? I, so, so it's let's, a burden uh, I have to bear. By the way, later on this hour, uh, speaking of self-abuse, uh, somebody's got to own something here in this week's edition of shot callers because somebody laid an egg last week uh not a uh, not a good look uh through and through so we will get to that in about 20 mm-hmm. minutes from now it was um, a close game though uh, game. Yeah, yeah close doesn't count all right yeah. close close doesn't pay the bills but here's here's what uh, i i want to uh throw at you guys um i actually got a little bit dizzy like nauseous yesterday um, cause I was trying to read through the new, uh, COVID protocols and I have no idea what the hell's going on. Mm-hmm. I, I don't get it. Uh, there are teams, uh, that, that were trying to, uh, tell, uh, asymptomatic players not to test. There were, uh, uh, teams that are, are upset and want the league to, uh, to stop play for a week. Uh, Baker Mayfield took after the, uh, NFL players association on social media because he's I, pissed I think off. He took after the NFL, not NFL players. Oh, okay. So, so I misread their tweet. Yeah. So, so the NFL yeah. based on them not caring about player safety. Uh, and, and everything that goes along with it, because now Nick Mullins is in line to start for the Cleveland Browns coming up on Saturday, because not only is Baker test positive for COVID, so did Case Keenum. What the hell is going on, man? Like, what, what is it like? Are we playing games or not? Are we stopping for a week? What the hell's going on? All right. I brought this up yesterday and I'll say it again, or I guess I'll ask this again. If you're asymptomatic or you sick okay the reality is most doctors will say yeah you may be carrying the virus but you're not sick and you're not at risk to pass it off that's the science and that's everything behind it if you don't want to take my word for it go look it up that that's what all these leagues are dealing with right now because the way they go about testing and and look I'm, I'm hard on my guy Pete Prisco that I work out with CBS but he's been saying this for a long time the way they go about conducting these tests, when they take you know, your saliva, they do the swab and all that, they, they put it into, I believe it's called a centrifuge, where they spin it up, right? And he's said for a long time that they spit it too much because a lot of the times when they test, they spit it so much that you're going to find something. Like you're going to find something, some virus, some bacteria, something that's in your system if you spin it up that much. And so it will trigger a positive test even though the person doesn't have any symptoms, they don't, they don't, they're feeling great. They don't feel like they have anything, but it'll test positive for something in their system, and it, and it could be COVID or anything else for that matter, right? He's been saying that for a long time. I don't think he's wrong either. I think that's starting to be looked at again as far as how they're going about testing some of these players. And that's why you get a number of false positives at times because they spin it so much, something triggers the positive test, and then they, now they're in the protocol, and then they have to wait another 24 hours God. to get two negative tests. So it's the entire process of things. It's the deciding whether or not a person who is fully feeling well, not showing any symptoms, but may actually test positive for tests. Like, are they sick? How do you want to handle that? And then even how they're administering the test is, I think, is being looked at again. So all this is, is, is kind of up in the air because of how the NBA and the NFL and everyone's handling all of this, and especially after the players who all have asked to be vaccinated. And now they're trying to encourage players to get, get the booster shot. And it's like, well, if the vaccination didn't do anything, 
or wasn't effective for a period of time. They're getting a booster shot for what, the new variants? And then you have to get a booster. I mean, where does it stop? And I, I, that's why I feel like the players are frustrated by this whole process of how it's been done by the league and even maybe the NFLPA to some extent. So it's, it's, it's a problem right now. And, and obviously they're trying to find a solution, but they basically took back the, the way the league operated last year yeah. with the mass mandates, the, the remote meetings, all that. They're bringing everything back to that right now for all these teams. Hmm. It's just, it's just the whole thing. Like, figure out a plan, man. And, and here's the other thing that I, I think, um, and it might have been uh, Mike Florio who put this out. He had some report on it or sources or whatnot. Uh, but it seemed, this one seemed credi- credible, unlike the other ones. Uh, he, like, there was some thought that teams were trying to get the league to postpone this week or or shut down for a week. And the thought is, let's get this under control and then let's attack it afterwards. Not the worst idea in the world. I, I think it's doable. I don't think it's oh, happening. I mean, how, how could we only have a season with 16 games, guys? I mean, God forbid. How could we possibly do that? I mean, God forbid. Mm-hmm. And, or, or even this. You've got that bye week in between the conference championship and the Super Bowl. The only thing that goes on that, that week is, is the Pro Bowl. But what if it happens again and you have to cancel? If, if, if this were to, to unfold the same way and you got to miss another week. But hey, I, man, I've been championing that Tuesday night, Wednesday night, NFL football agreed. time for a while. Agreed. Yeah. Come but, on. Adjust. Uh, adapt. We did it last year. And I got news for you. It was awesome watching it Washington awesome. and Pittsburgh in an empty stadium on a Wednesday. Oh, that was stop. fun, man. Come hey, on, Lamar. Let me ask you guys this. Hey, do you, you think you this is... Now? Did you see that he threw a zinger? It was a sneaky zinger yeah. in the empty stadium. I mean, it was COVID. Well, it was COVID. What yeah, do you want, COVID. man? Uh, Full uh, stadiums uh, Wednesday nights. It, it has to be due to to mortality, right? Rap pastor. Uh, yeah, well, not no. mortality. Yeah, yeah, not mortality. Uh, faith. You know, somebody dying. Yes, that's what that, this is all about, yeah. right? I mean, it's the it's the liability connected to it. Like, could you imagine if if a player passed away, like? Like the NFL has been fortunate enough to not have to deal with a death. But nobody died last year, and there was no vaccine. But that's what I'm saying. But that's what I'm saying. But what if, what if it did happen? What if it did? I mean, is that what I, the, the, I'm the, trying the, to understand? Players, what it's all about? The players aren't at risk. I think it's the coaching staff and in the front office that is at in the at risk category for that. Like that, that to me would be the greater concern as far as COVID goes. But because because e- even without the vaccination, the younger generations aren't at risk. But e- even though we keep pushing it, I think that's not a controversial statement. It's just the data. Like, I'm, I'm not someone who gives a crap about, you know, others opinions on all this stuff. I just look at the data. And so that's what it would tell you is that's that's the concern, I think, is more of the coaching staff where you do have a number of of people within the staff or front office that are at that at risk age that very well could fall ill and, and end up dying from all of it. So I think that's more of the concern, at least in regards to a fatality. And do you think the Browns have a legitimate gripe where they're saying, why don't we just push the game back? Why are we do you think what, what would be the solution? Move it to Tuesday uh, is, is, is three days enough because with the new uh, the new protocols, I guess you only have to show one negative test. Is that what it is uh, after you test positive, you're asymptomatic and then they need to see whether or not you're contagious. And there's a certain way they can they can measure whether or not you're contagious. Uh, like th- there's a lot going on. But if you're if you're the Browns, 
and the Raiders, now you're playing on a short week. Nick Mullins is your starting quarterback. The Browns are in the mi- middle of a playoff race. Uh, Roberto's celebrating because the Raiders feel like they've got they've got an easy win on a Saturday on the road. Uh, and so now the Raiders all of a sudden feel <laughs> good about things. Washington screwed. All these teams are screwed. It just like it just feels the Rams. Yes. You mentioned the Rams. The Rams have a bunch of guys out. It just it feels like you've got enough wiggle room here to move some stuff around. Why not? But I mean, but here's again, and and to Brady's point, and I don't want to make a point that he's not making up, but I would just say there are guys out there that are playing with COVID. Right? I mean, let's 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 shoot that down. That that misnomer. Like whatever these protocols are, it is what it is. There are dudes that are making it to the field that are playing with COVID. Yeah, and and they're interacting with other guys and then testing positive the next day. Like, I, I mean, well, the, the, the even, problem the, the problem is is they haven't been able to trace that though. Like, there's been no evidence of in the past two years, and, and I believe it was a, uh, Dr. Sills that said this too when we heard his, his sound the other day. We haven't seen it transmitted in a game. And so that's the only thing that I think kind of stands in that way is they at least can't track it back to that. And, they, and for what it's, it's worth, the week. yeah, but for what it's worth, I guess what I'm saying is why should we care? You know what I mean? Like why should we care in the sense that if if they're playing the game, somebody's out there that has it. Somebody's dealing with it. They're going to work through it, whatever. If it hasn't been traced, whatever. Again, I'm not trying to say – minimize what what the 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 virus is but what i'm saying at this point with everything that's been done all of the testing that's going on when you're when you're throwing all of these people into the protocols and they they can't play based off of it i'm i'm my my curiosity is today now where we are why is it why is it that why it, like is this going to is it going to stop the season and i'm not saying this i'm not even being sarcastic right i'm not i'm saying this because i'm really trying to understand where we are right now today and and with all of the vaccinations that have taken place and now they're pushing boosters or whatever what is the purpose of it because or is it going to be like a massive people are going to start dying off and they're afraid of that like why why is it being handled in this manner if people are still getting it after the vaccine people are still getting yeah, it i don't know but man. you're not di- like we're not seeing people die off of it the same way that we were it, seeing it when it first hit and right. they locked everything down so what i'm saying is at what point do you say you're you're going to get you're you get sick you catch it but you're not going to die so so how I'm like I'm I'm I want to go and say why are you not treating it like any other illness that you got to get yeah you but know, then you got to be careful of, of the yeah. woke mob who comes it, out yeah, and they attack yeah. you and, that, and that's what I'm I'm I'm, or, I'm afraid to just go all in and say why can't we treat it that as, way as, but, as Ben Maller calls it the wokerati yeah you got to be yeah. careful no I mean, the truth is like we're a year or two out I think from being able to say that and not have people attack you for it. Yeah. Even though it's something that, like, I've been, I said it last year, and I said it yesterday. Like, at some point, you have to realize we're going to have to adapt to life where, you know, people are going to have to be able to walk around who are asymptomatic that probably have COVID, and you have to be okay with that. Or, or players are going to have to be out there in the field who are asymptomatic that probably would test positive for COVID, and you have to be okay with that. No different. And then, again, I'm not comparing COVID to influenza, 
But I'm saying there are players out there playing who've got the flu virus but are asymptomatic. But again, if some player came in, and granted, you know, this is however many years ago, if they came into the office, hey, I'm feeling sick, I feel like I've got the flu, go home, go quarantine. That's how they'd handle it. At some point, the way we handled influenza or anything else we were dealing with will end up being the same way we handle COVID. And that's not controversial. That's just the reality of this progression and how it's going to go. I think everyone was scared a year ago because we didn't know much about COVID. And, we, and, and what we saw was horrific and there were, we didn't know how to treat it. We didn't have a vaccine for it. And, and now we're in a completely different spot where we understand it better. And even with the variants that come with it, we're able to understand that faster. And so I, I think, again, eventually – We'll start to treat it like that. We're just not to that point yet. I guess what really throws me off about it is somebody could be out there with AIDS. They could be out there with HIV. Think about that one. I mean, and and that's that's like some very real. That's real. You could be out there with with something, you know, that's transmittable. And where's the protocols? Right. Yeah. It's, I mean, I'm just saying. I, I just want to make sure I put it in perspective because maybe I I felt a little cryptic, and why I'm saying like why can't why, what what is the liability of it? What are we thinking? Like we're going to get to that mean? point eventually. To Brady's point, and also look with with HIV and all that. There was also this sort of panic when that first came out, and then we sort of learned more and and dealt with it and adapted. But and, the point is, but the point is, is that somebody could be out there with it. Yeah. No, I hear you. You know what I mean? I like, like, what was that movie with Matthew McConaughey? Was it? Dallas, Dallas Byers, Byers Club. Club. Yeah. yeah. I can't believe how much weight he lost for that role. Yeah, that's a good point. He uh and and I can't believe uh Jared Leto uh, and the performance he put on cuz <laughs> Was it Jared Leto I'm thinking of or was it Matthew McConaughey? No, McConaughey lost all the weight. Jared Leto just dressed up like a drug addict female. Mm. Yeah. But uh those, I mean, how do you lose fun. that much weight for a role like that? Do you just starve yourself? Yeah. You know, you know actors Gosh, that's got to be tough. You got to be. What does a fart have to do with it? I don't know. All right. uh, Let's uh, let's, go to the bathroom. (laughs) uh, All right. It is two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio. We are going to make some predictions for a busy weekend in the sports ahead. Uh, That is coming up next here for you right here on FSR. Be sure to catch live editions of two pros and a cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. Hey, it's Ben, host of The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller, along with my trusty sidekick, David Gascon. Would mean a lot to have you join us on our weekly auditory journey. You're asking, what in God's name is The Fifth Hour? I'll tell you, it's a spinoff of The Ben Maller Show, a cult hit overnights on FSR. Why should you listen? Picture, if you will, a world where we chat with captains of industry in media, sports, and more every week. Explore some amazing facts about human nature and more. Listen to The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Two pros and a cup of Joe here. Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here on FSR. Coming up top of next hour, a little over 10 minutes from now, we are going to uh, take a, a closer look at a, a situation in the NFL. Lots of drama. Lots of drama. Lots of people speaking out uh, and dweebs in the media trying to take shots. That as well, too. 
nerds. Uh, all right, uh, before we get to another edition of Shot Callers. Nerds! 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 nothing better. Uh, we do want to let you know we are brought to you by NHTSA. It can happen easily. A few drinks become a few too many. It's time to go. And you think of calling for a ride home. Now, what's the worst that can happen? You get pulled over. You lose your license. You total your car. You kill someone. Drive sober or get pulled over. Paid for by NHTSA. Right now, it's time for this. So, you think you're running these streets? Let's find out. <laughs> Here's your shot callers. And for that, we turn it over to Lee DeLapp, our executive producer, to find out how we did. Uh, Lee, what's going on? You guys, a game we talked about a lot last week, the Bills at the Bucks, And Jonas had called his shot that the Bills plus three and a half versus the Bucks, But unfortunately, Tampa Bay did win that game 33-27. to So that was a goose egg for Jonas last week. Thanks, Lee. Yeah, it Appreciate was an it, overtime, though. One play, kind of tough. Kind of kind of tough. Yeah, I'm just saying. So I'm saying there's there's more nuance to this. Why do you have to take a shot at me, Lee? It happens though. Yeah, yeah. I, I just got to point out the outliers there. Okay. You know, oh, why, me, why is that an outlier? What are you saying? Well, I'm saying that Brady was right that the Packers were minus 12 and a half versus the Bears. They they covered with uh, they beat beat the Bears 45 to 30, and of course Lavar called his shot with a parlay. Wow. That's right, baby. He had the Nets plus one at the Hawks, and he had the under at 223. Call and it out. Brooklyn had won the game 113 to 105. How about that? How about that? He, he, about he that, should really man. just win the week if you hit a parlay. It's all good, man. You know. We knew you were going to get parlayed. I just parlayed. try to help everybody out. You know what I mean? Because you know why we knew you were going to get parlayed? Because that I'm, was right after you had that birthday cake. When I'm feeling that oh, birthday cake. Yeah. That was. You yeah. had that birthday. When that, you had when that, that cake. When that cake is running through the veins, mm. I'm on fire. Especially when it's not my cake to eat. And I still eat your cake. Damn right. Yeah. (laughs) Call my shots on them. I hear you, man. Yeah. Dig what I'm saying? It's cold out here in these streets. Yes, it does. Gotta make sure you buckle up, Mm. dig. Bundle, bundle up, my bad. Bundle up. Buckle up, too, though. Yeah. Let's stick with that hot hand, LeVar. With that magazine, you know, not that that clip. You know what I mean? All right. Let's stick with that hot hand, LeVar. What's your shot call for the week? I don't know. I mean, <laughs> check. I've already won once. Why, why push my luck? You know what I mean? I mean, come on. It's real out here in these streets, man. <laughs> come on, Sticks. I mean, I know what I'm taking, Lee. I'm ready to rock here. Well, let's right? hear it. Let's uh, hear it. Full throttle, full bottle, baby. Full uh, throttle, give me, full bottle. Give me the Atlanta Falcons on the road getting close to 10 at the wow. 49ers. And here's wow. Wow. Atlanta, surprisingly, a much better team on the road than they are at home. They're 5-2 and two on the road, 1-5 and five at home. They play really well in San Francisco. Wow. They're also, wow. get a look, if you're, if you're <laughs> wow, in the trends, bro. the Atlanta Falcons are 5-1 and one against the spread in their last six games on the road. Getting close to 10 points, I'll take it. I'm not a believer in the 49ers. Oh, Give me gosh. the Falcons. You know what, by the way, you're going to hear the same advice. Tomorrow on Knox Locks. Damn right. Final segment yeah, of the show. Yeah, you better believe yeah, yeah. it. 1145 a.m. Well, when you have that much prepared for it, all right? I'm sorry. That's a Knox Locks. It probably won't hit, though. Sorry, so don't take that I'm advice. I'm sorry. I'm a prep guy. I don't Take this advice, though, all right? I'm going to go ahead and take the 11 points that the New Orleans Saints are getting playing in Tampa versus Tom Brady. For whatever reason, since Tom's gotten there, they've had a hard time matching up 
versus the New Orleans Saints. I'm not saying that the Bucs don't win this game. They're going to win this game. They're just not going to cover the 11-point spread, especially now that Alvin Kamara's back. You see how he's impacted the rushing attack, even helping out Taysom Hill, who looked better too last week. So take the 11 points in the New Orleans Saints. All right. I, I feel good about this one, the uh-huh. Colts and, and the, the Patriots. Yeah. Yeah, you won't you won't win very much money off of it, but I'm telling you, the Colts are going to cover. They're going to win the game, well, and they're going to cover against the Patriots. You can win money off that. It's just if you've yes, got the money line, you know, maybe the return yeah, isn't not, as great. It's not a great right. return. I, by the way, I do like Indianapolis in that game too. Oh, you guys do? Uh, I think. I, I think. All right. Yeah. I might be on the other side on that uh, one. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> I got your other side. Of my head. I love that a lot. <laughs> what being Pac-Man? Yeah, Pac-Man. No. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. 